other running back was Kareem Hunt, who only put up seven points. Fantasy football talk. That's right. That's brutal. Between three, your three starting running backs put up a total of 7.39 points. Total? Total. Between those three. That's terrible. That's, uh, that's, I don't know. That's a loss right there. He All just... right. Welcome. Into the night. Into the night. Baby. That's right. All right, so last okay. week we had a question left by the students, Ooh. and we didn't answer it. So we're going to answer it today. We do need the students' discovery first. We oh, need that students' first. discovery? Def- definitely first. Okay, definitely first. here's their discovery, and it's written on a uh, white 8.5 by 11 piece of copy paper <laughs> in green, green highlighter. <laughs> so it's really, really cool. That's okay. hilarious. Students' discovery. Wow, they even put an apostrophe after the S. That's as a pos- crazy. As a possessive student. That's crazy. Incredible. Okay. Here goes. Jesus walked on water because... Drum roll, please. He couldn't swim. Mm. And Good then it, it goes on and says in parentheses, that is also why you get baptized in shallow water. Mm. Seems right to me. That's just good theology right there. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus walked on water because he couldn't swim. You know what that would be called? That would be called some intense Isa Jesus. Uh, Wow. Mm. Okay, so let's learn something. Isa Jesus is when you are interpreting a passage of scripture, you're, let's say, preaching from a passage of scripture, and you are putting meaning into the passage. Mm. Isa into. Okay. What you should do is exegesis, yep. is you take meaning out of uh, the passage. Mm. So yeah. you don't want to put words in Jesus' mouth. That's a no-no. Mm. You do want to take the words out of his mouth. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, great eisegesis, students. I love it. All yeah, right. that was, yeah. That's also, what What kind of argument is that? It's a, Is that a red herring? Oh. Is that what it is, or a straw man? Some, some sort of fallacy, some sort of logical fallacy, yeah. Where because Jesus didn't, yeah, we don't Jesus see Jesus do swimming, then we he can can't. We can Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. So Thanks, well, students. Y'all are amazing. Love okay, that. Okay, on the back side, students, again, apostrophe, possessive students, question, for some reason, the question has sparkles around yep, it. Yep. Of the week. All underlined. By <laughs> All the way. underground. Underground. Underlined. <laughs> underground, exactly. Did Jesus have... Tilde. Til- you got to put the tilde. Oh, it's a little squiggle. I call it a squiggle. I didn't yeah. know it was a tilde. Well, I don't think it is. I think that's technically what goes above the letter in Spanish, but I mean, that's what it looks like. It's the same thing, just without a letter there, right? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be. It's a squiggle. Okay. <laughs> a squiggle. Did Jesus have drip? Hmm. Absolutely. My my Jesus had drip. Okay. He had them had on them Jer- Jerusalem 11s. <laughs> oh my Sheesh. God. With the best robe, the, the commoner's robe. I think he had on those Hercs. You remember in Hercules? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those. Oh, did Jesus have drip? Listen, I think back then people were more concerned with <laughs> with keeping their livestock alive <laughs> than, than they were with with their drip. Oh my gosh! Okay, oh, well, I think the only people that were concerned with their drip were uh, were the Pharisees. 
Because, you know, they had to look good on the outside. Because mm. that meant they yeah. were close to Jesus. You know what I mean? Ooh, you know, you know what I mean, they didn't want to be close to Jesus. Yeah, but they wanted to look like it. You mean close to God? Well, close to God. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Wow. That's you know what I meant. I knew what you meant, but yeah. did the listener? It's probably not. Madeline, did you? Mad- yeah. <laughs> Madeline, text me. Let me know if you knew what I meant there. Hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> hmm. Also, yeah, if you send us questions... And, you know, you're a consistent listener, and we know that you're a consistent listener. You get shout-outs on the podcast, which is, I mean, that's pretty big. So That's right. We're actually going to start an explicit podcast, too. Yep. And we're going to put it on Patreon, and you, yeah. get to, you get to pay. You get to pay to hear it. <laughs> you get to pay to hear it. So Madeline will be our first subscriber <laughs> for $15 Patreon. a month to hear Tristan. $15 a month? Is that too much? Bro, I don't know. I don't either. I The only subscription stuff I've ever done is free stuff. I subscribe on YouTube. That's it. And then I don't even watch the video. I skip the ads. Install an ad blocker. You know what I mean? That's a, You can do that? Yeah. An ad blocker? Yeah, I don't actually install it. I really, like, this is people's livelihood we're talking about here. How disrespectful would that be? That's but, true. <laughs> you got to you gotta help Mr. Beast become that, that billionaire. That's YouTuber. true. Dude, Mr. Beast helps so many people. You know what I mean? I know nothing about him other than he's a big YouTuber. I've never even watched a Mr. Beast video. It's wild. He gives away all his money. He, like, other than, like, putting money down. All his money? Other than putting money down to, like, live, like, in a house and, like, eat. Yeah. He still drives. I'm pretty sure he still drives, like, his first car that he had from, like, 1997 I did see a clip of like him that. on TikTok that he was basically saying that he, when he first started getting money, that he did what most people do with their money is like he got the nice house. Yep. He got the super nice car. Yep. He spent the $120 on the t-shirts, you know, that kind of thing. And then he realized, oh, this isn't making me happy. Yep. And so he stopped doing that and he went back to his old car. He said he did have to stay in a nicer house because he got robbed because someone found out where he lived. Yep. So yep. he had to had to upgrade on that. Just because of who he was. But yeah. he went back to, you know, just like Hanes t-shirts. Just like a normal person. Right, baby. And, yeah. Yep. He just loves giving away money, dude. You gotta All right, love so that. let's talk about that Loves then. making content. Let's talk about that. Is what what makes you happy? Mm. See, this, this I love this topic, mm-hmm. right? Because you can make the argument, oh, money doesn't buy happiness, right? Okay. But, like, if I didn't have to worry about my house payment, like, currently, as we're living with Annie's parents. Yep. A lot less stress. Okay. Less stress means a little bit more happy. You okay. Know what I mean? All right. However, I think all, I, I think this is the best argument I've ever heard is, is money, money doesn't change you. Money just amplifies who you are. So, yeah. if you're already a yeah. pretty happy person, regardless of circumstance, then when you get money, you're just going to be an extraordinarily happy person. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're already a down in the dumps, everything is going to go wrong in the world person then money is just, it's it's going to uh, amplify that. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I've, I've even said before, like, money is, and almost everything is this, by the way, but it's a terrible, it's a, it's a great tool and a terrible master. Mm, that's good. So, like, it will enslave you if you let it. Yep. But you can also use it for, for good in the world. Yep, and absolutely. So here's why I think that Scripture is brilliant, by the way. Mm. And God is brilliant, just because he's, I mean, just he's the God. Best. But I mean, I mean gosh. you know what okay. I mean. So he set it up. Okay, he set it up. When it comes to money, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's a mm. quote from Jesus. But before Jesus ever said any of that, before the law was ever written, established in creation, um, this return back to God mm. financially, 
we call it a tithe. Yep. And um, just for those that are listening, we didn't, we don't have a, do we have a list of things we're going to talk about on this? No, I have no idea <laughs> we, where this we, is going. This we is literally, great. we literally we get here and just podcast, start talking. We were ta- I was talking in the middle of talking about fantasy football and I hear that bleak as you started <laughs> the recording. So okay. I have no idea. So, so, okay. Uh, happiness. We're talking about happiness. We're talking about money. Yeah. Having money doesn't make you happy, but it's a good tool. Yeah, absolutely. To maybe get you there. Okay, so what I was saying is I think it's brilliant because it's set up on percentages. Yep. Tristan said it just amplifies who you already are. Yep. So um, so God institutes the tithe in a percentage. A tithe literally means tenth. Yep. That's it, it's translate. It means tenth. That is the definition. Yep. So if you are giving a gift of let's say twenty dollars, but you make two thousand dollars, that is not a tithe. Yep. That is an offering. Yep. That is a gift. A tithe is a tenth of your income. That's what a tithe is. Doesn't the Bible mention it being your first fruits? Also, it is. It mm. is your first fruits. And so I even uh, I would describe it as. Uh, I used this illustration in the Blind Date series a few weeks ago. I said, when I get home, um, I see Cash, I see Kobe, I see Sadie, mm. and Kobe runs up to me and he says, Dada hug, Dada hug. Kobe uh, or Cash reluctantly walks my way to give me a hug. <laughs> Sadie sits there because she can do nothing for herself yet. And Kobe's coming my way. I've got to learn to stiff arm him. I've got to mm, hurdle yep. over cash. Yep. I've got to Heisman pose on Sadie. Yep. Just put her back in the crib. Absolutely. And I gotta get to mama first. Why? Yep. Because mama is the priority. Same thing is true with your money. Mm. That when you are paid, however you get paid, whatever that looks like for you, the priority should be, as a believer, the priority should be first and foremost God. It sets up the remainder of your check, the remainder of your time, the remainder of fill in the blank to say, before I pay my mortgage, before I pay my light bill, before I pay any utilities or my phone, before I eat a bite of food, first and foremost, in my heart, in my mind, I set up God as first, like Tristan's saying, as the first fruits. Mm, yep. And um, and anyway, so so it's but it's it's set up as a percentage, so it amplifies what you already are. Yep. So if you are working at McDonald's in high school and you're making 200 bucks a week uh, and you're tithing $20 off that $200, yep. when you're one day making $2,000 a week or $20,000 a week or $200,000 a week, if you're giving away 10% of that still, um, it just amplifies who you already are. Yep. It's literally, it's perfect math. Yep. It's That 200 or 2,000 or 20,000 at that point is... You don't even think about it. Yeah. Because it sh- it's, it's it already ingrained to you. Oh, this is the Lord's. Yeah. Like, this is the Lord's. I've always given 10%. Like, that's all he's asked of me. Yeah. And so, like, here you go. And I would even argue, I would even argue that generosity begins where tithing ends. Mm, I, I love that. Yeah. You've told me that before. And I, so, ah, that's because, just so good. Because I believe, again, if you're not a giver, if you're not a tither, I think that you should search the scriptures for yourself. I think you should uh, search in prayer. And see what the Lord t- tells you. I think if you do, if you do search the scriptures, I think you will find to be on the same page with tithing. Yep. I think it's pretty. It's pretty clear. Yep. Um, but where was I going with that? I don't know. It, it seemed like you were going somewhere with it. it. Was, this is why. This uh, is, I know, can't remember. This is why we do the podcast this way. 
to where it's just so conversational. No notes. See, if you had your notes, you could just look at your notes and pretend like you'd never lost it. But you lost it. I you lost it. Lost it right I there. absolutely you lost absolutely it. absolutely lost your train of thought. And I love it. No, but t- yeah, I think tithing is so important. And I think, like we said, with money, like it all it all gets amplified. Like if you if you get more money and that's already ingrained in you, like you're just going to give it away. Just like where you're talking about your your generosity begins. Oh, I called it. Where the okay, go go. No, you finish your. Well, just like you were saying, your generosity begins where your tithe ends. I think the same is true. Like you said, once you make more money, that's yeah. just amplified. Yep. Like not only is your tithe amplified because your ten percent goes from twenty dollars a week to two hundred to whatever. Yep. But the amount that you're generous with also increases exponentially with that because yep. you've got more to give away. Yep, that's absolutely true. And uh, like I was saying, and Tristan just reiterated, is generosity begins where tithing ends because tithing, I believe, is a command. Mm, It's an act of obedience. So uh, God has given you everything that you have anyway. I mean, if you believe that God is sovereign, he's all-knowing, like all-powerful. Yep. uh, If he does give out grace and peace and love and blah, 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 all the things that are more than blah. But if he gives it all, and he asked for 10% back, I believe that 90% on God's terms is going to get you further than 100% on your own. Mm, that's good. And so here's the problem, though, okay? This is – here's the problem is in America, we have this view, and politicians love to spout this. They have this view that the richest of the rich should take care of the poorest of the poor. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you should pay your fair share, whatever. I don't, I don't know, but we would all argue on what the fair share is, of course. <laughs> yeah. um, and I actually – there's this one politician who was running for president in 2016. He did not win the nomination for his party, but he was talking about how the one percenters should pay a lot more, that they should pay, quote-unquote, their fair share. Mm. And these guys put out their tax returns and put out how much money they gave away out of their income. This guy is a millionaire, makes over a million dollars a year. Yep. Guess how much he gave away? 1%. Yeah. Less than 1% of his income. Yep. And he wants, he wants to give less than 1% of his income while also asking that everyone else give more of theirs. It's very easy to be generous with somebody else's money. It's mm. hard to be generous with your own. Mm. That's so true. It's a hard issue. So, yep. like that, that, that right there is just that's kind of annoying. But if Christians, let's just be real, if Christians would would tithe the way that they're commanded to tithe, and I mean, like, if you're a follower of Jesus and give just ten percent, if every Christian would do that, there would be no need to get the quote unquote fair share from the one percenters. Yep. There will be more than enough money flowing through churches, and I say through on purpose, through churches to organizations that are making an incredible impact in our city and community, and our churches would be able to do more. Yep. And so, anyway. Yeah. It just, it that was not planned to talk about, but yeah, but none of a, our podcasts is planned to no, talk about. None so. of them are planned, and that's, that's great. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I think... It's just being Honestly, a steward I, too, like yeah. t- like the percentages. I've heard pastors say before, like learning to live off eighty percent, give away ten percent, and then save ten percent for a future, uh, creating margin in your own life, so that you can say yes to opportunities that God brings your way. And you know, maybe that's a great formula to live off. I I don't I don't know, but what I do know is that I believe that God does bless when people 
give the tithe, and not even give, when they bring the tithe, mm. because it's already God's, that's all God's re- asking in return, bringing it back to him. And then giving is a form of offering above and beyond your tithe. So that would be where gener- generosity begins, I think. Yeah. So. I love this topic because I think a lot of a lot of people, especially Christians, are just so, so weird, like shy away from it. Yeah. But it's like, if we're going to talk about how we have the best message ever, how our, our Lord and Savior is the most generous and is, and is this, that, and the other, like, should we not exemplify that also? Yeah. Not just with our words, but through our actions and through the things, things we do. And part of that is through our finances. Yeah. So, yeah. I, it's even, I think it's, it's really a discipleship issue. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a relationship with Jesus issue that we're, we're good at talking about serving the homeless. We're good at talking about serving at church. We're good about talking about getting in community. Um, but the one thing that we're not good about talking is money, yep. which also just so happens to touch every single part of your life. There's yep. nothing in your life that is touched more by money. Nope. Wherever you live, you have to pay for it. Whatever yep. You have to pay for utilities. You have to pay for Wherever a car. You, go. you have to pay for gas. You have to pay for, you gas, have to pay yeah. for clothes. You have yep. to pay for food. You have to pay for everything 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 you have to pay for and so really like it is in my opinion it is the priority in everyone's life yep is money or lack thereof Mm. so how do you set god as a priority in your life if you're not participating in Mm. the tithe wow that's That's very it's very difficult because it's the it's the priority before the priority yeah yeah Hmm. that i've never thought about it in that avenue before but it literally touches everything in your life yep and so, like, if you're not... And you're going to view your house... Let's, let, let's use this as an example. If you're going to view your house as a ministry opportunity, as yep. you should, yep. then you should probably tithe before you pay that. Yep. Because you know, okay, 90% I'm living on. Well, now that I'm actually doing that, and I'm, I'm bringing my tithe back to the local church, um, I, I view the things that I buy with the rest of my money with more meaning and significance. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's so true. And I think I think there's a part of honestly, there's even another part of generosity. This this could be like such a long topic, but there's another part of it that I find interesting. Of like, a lot of times people people's argument to not give money or to not be generous is, well, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Mm, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like people's argument to like not give people money, like panhandlers or stuff like that. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going to give them money because who knows what they're going to do with it. They, they might go and dr- buy drugs or alcohol or this or the other. But, like, in my view, it's like my my generosity is not based on what they decide to do with it, right? So me tithing to the church, I, I'm not being judged on whether that money is is stewarded correctly by the church or this, that, and the other, right? Because that's mm. a lot of people's argument is, oh, the church is just lining the pastor's pockets. The, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, like, it's not it's not up to you to decide if the church is stewarding the money correctly like they should be. And if they're not, like, they're going to answer for that. But well, all, that's – yeah, and that's the difference between viewing a tithe as as an enhancement for something or an obedience to something. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So if you view it as an enhancement to something, then you want to know all the nitty-gritty details. Yep. If you view it as obedience to something, you you give it with open hands. Mm. With that being said, though, I totally agree that stewardship has to be it has to be like a top priority for the church. Absolutely. So like even in my position as as lead pastor of Heart and Soul Church that I I will stand before God and be held accountable for what we did as a church. Yep. 
by the people we we loved, we cared for, the people we hurt, yep. the the how we stewarded research, resources, yep, how all we equipped people. I will be held accountable for all of that. I do, I don't personally take that lightly at all, and it's why like our budget is based again going back to percentages. As a church, our budget is based on percentages. Um, because really, like, I just feel like that's just the best way to do everything. Yep. Is to base things on, on percentages. And, um, so when it comes to that, we, you know, I, I'm cool with sharing with people too that ask and we don't get asked a whole lot, but when people ask, I'm totally fine with sharing the percentages that our budget is based on because it's, man, it looks really good compared to, (laughs) um, really compared to national averages, like, it looks night and day yeah. in a lot of ways. And I'm proud of what, how we steward the money uh, at Heart and Soul. So, yeah, but I, I think that's a great, I think that's a great like point as well on your part of a lot of people don't know where it goes. Yeah. And, and there's and also people there, like in churches that don't realize, like we rent out Bearden High School, but yeah. people don't realize that we rent out Bearden High School. Yeah. They think that the school is just nice. They're just the school so system does not want to give They're us that nice. space. It is. <laughs> They're not nice. They are nice, Tristan. They're nice. But listen, Miss Angie and Travis, they're nice. They are. Karen Gobel, she's oh, she incredible. Nice. Yep, yep. Um, Mr. Balkum, Mr. incredible. Balkum's great. Okay, you know, everyone okay, is great. Everyone's really great. Calm down, honestly. Tristan. Um, Maybe, but, yeah. like, we pay for that. Yeah. We, we have to pay for that. That That is a cost of business. Yeah. Um, we... The, the resources that we put into people's hands, the, those cost money. Yep. And we don't sell things to make money to be able to buy things for people. That is all based on the tithes and the offerings of individual people that believe in what God is doing through Heart and Soul Church. Yep. And can't be more grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. At all. It's just incredible to see what God is doing. But these speakers and these lights and, uh, you know, the outreach events and the signage and all the things that you love about Heart and Soul, or if you're from another church, all the things you love about your church, they all cost money. Yep. And so being a good steward of that is is going through and saying, okay, is this a good good cost of business? Yeah, in, absolutely. In this specific area or this area. And some of the things you just have to pay for. You have to pay for. You have to pay for rent. Like yep. you have you have to meet. Yep. Well, so and even man, holy crap! Wow! So right in the middle of it, you never know. Our fire happen. alarm is going off. Annie is freaking out and saying, "We gotta go! We gotta go! We gotta go!" I wonder if this is this. So this is at our headquarters ministry space. We're hurting people's ears with this. I'm going to have to put some sort of limiter on this right here in this moment. These mics are really good, though. I don't think that it's picking it up that much. Oh, it's not. You're right. Well, you're right. Your voice is louder than what it's picking up. I'm watching oh, this little green te- thing. Oh, it's a fire test. Oh, a fire test. Fire alarm test. They didn't send an email about that. That's okay. Wow. Did You never know what could happen. You never know. Anyway. Also, I feel like this is a great illustration. Yeah. This is a great illustration because the Lord, the only time in all of Scripture that he says, put me to the test, is in the tithe. Mm. Wow. It's a fire alarm test. Wow. We're testing to see what if the fire alarm is good. <laughs> what what did you right. just say? Was that, that eisegesis? That is eisegesis. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect ending. Okay, we're going to go eat quick out. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Do 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 do
yeah.